Welcome to a psychiatrist's take on the Bible. This podcast does not provide psychiatric, medical, or professional advice, opinion, treatment, or counseling. It contains general information for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for psychiatric, medical, or professional care. It does offer a unique, so what, take on the Bible of a board-certified psychiatrist who is also an ordained minister. I sometimes feel almost sorry for those Spurgeon called the decent heathen, people who just don't get it, they don't see. But the truth is, they're blind because they choose not to see and turn a blind eye to the truth. In Romans 1, it points out that God has placed obvious evidence of his own existence and character in nature. Quote, so they are without excuse, end quote. When he does miracles, he is careful to include details that prove that it was not just an accident or an observer mistake or a myth made up. For example, when the Israelis walked through the Red Sea on dry land, skeptics say it was the Reed Sea and was actually shallow. <laughs> then drowning Pharaoh's capable military in the shallow water was an even bigger miracle. I know Pharaoh's heart was hardened by God, but only after he had hardened his own heart. See Exodus 8:15 and 32 and 9:34. In fact, God bends over backward to figure out what stubborn skeptics will use in order to justify their blindness. He then counters their argument so that they are without excuse. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the furnace, skeptics say, well, it wasn't all that hot. Well then, killing the powerful military men who threw them in was an even bigger miracle. When they say that Jesus was not really dead, I would like to see them survive being speared in the heart by a capable Roman soldier trying to make sure they were dead. I think that pretty much ensured it. When Lazarus died, no one wanted to open the tomb knowing that by now he stank. When they took Jesus down and buried him, the skeptics say that his disciples stole him away. It would take an even bigger miracle for these same disciples who then would have known that Jesus was not divine, for them to turn the world upside down and be willing to die gruesome deaths for someone they knew to be a fake? No, he rose from the dead. The water into wine adds the detail that usually they bring out the bad wine when everyone is tipsy. Yet even tipsy, the guest could tell that this was not water, and not just wine either, but top-quality wine. This counters the skeptic's explanations. No, the skeptic has to either accept the Bible or accept a preposterous alternative story. They are willfully blind and are without excuse. Thus God is (coughs) justified when he judges them, because they know God to be God, 
but do not want to give him glory or control. 2 Peter 3.5 How often do I, who claim to love the Lord, fail to give him the glory for his work in my life by chalking it up to luck or my own efforts? In the journey group I attend at my church, we practice the presence, the activity, the reality of God's acting in and through us. We especially look for serendipities, where we use precise, God uses precise timing just in the nick of time to teach me, guide me, provide for me, or give me ministry opportunities. Lord, open mine eyes that I might see. Thank you for daily counting the hairs on my head and being intimately involved in the little things in my life. Help me to hear your still small voice to see the plain reality of your reality and activity in my life and in the world around me and give you glory. First Kings 1912